0: Hi everybody, this is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic.
1: Uh, I learned a lot about farming from this episode. I will definitely be more wary around tractors from here on out. Yeah,
0: all all the educational information you can get from this episode of The Simpsons. Such as how
1: fast uh, things grow when you put plutonium on them. Yeah,
0: plutonium and hybridization of plants. And measuring corn, measuring so much about farm life. I didn't know that now I do from this Yeah, it doesn't seem
1: like a good life. Uh, I don't think I want to be a farmer.
0: It probably has its ups and its downs, like anything. Yeah. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to com slash Show For only $2 a month, you can gain access to all of our bonus content, uh, episode reviews, uh, 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 monthly bonus episodes All kinds of stuff If you go check it out We appreciate it. everyone supports us We have someone to thank, Matthew Someone? You mean the best people in the world? Yeah, This I don't know who this is either I definitely don't co-host a podcast with this man uh, Eric Z. Good night Thank you, Eric
1: That name sounds familiar I'm not sure we should be thanking <laughs> that guy yeah, I've to... heard some bad things about him <laughs> I mean... Apparently, uh, he loves mayonnaise a little bit too much.
0: I would not... Cr- anything... Uh, hey, man, nothing wrong with mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm actually a, a fan of small amounts of mayonnaise. What?
0: No, 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 no. Slather it on there. That's what I say.
1: No, yes, no, no, no. That's, yes, that's yes. way too much. That'll no. kill you.
0: No, no one lists... You want to live forever, man?
1: Mayonnaise, is that, the, that, is that the tool? I don't know. <laughs>
0: we can... Thank you, Eric. Yes, uh... Eric co-hosts my comic book podcast with me, and he's a a, a, a lovely fellow. Our episode this week is E I E I Do, E I E I Annoyed Grunt. Episode aapf B F nineteen originally aired November seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Written by Ian Tone Graham, directed by Bob Anderson. I have no ratings information on this one, so I don't know how well. We'll it... make a guess and say it's third.
1: Yeah, on fox uh let's just make up some numbers how about uh seven and a half million viewers that, that's about usual right
0: let me see 8.4 there i, I found the, the the actual rating which is 8.4 which is roughly eight and a half million viewers i don't know Dang. i don't know how well it did on fox i don't know why the information the information is located on the macro level but not on the micro level which is a little bit frustrating wikipedia still not laid out well i think they'd figure that out after all um the chalkboard gag. I did not win the Nobel Fart Prize.
1: Obviously not, since that <laughs> prize wasn't instituted until 2004. Come on, Bart. Jeez. Isn't
0: that the new Oscars uh, prize? <laughs>
1: oh, we're
0: not going to talk about that. That. Oh. I hope, I hope, I hope, uh, hey, the Marvel movies might eventually get, we'll finally get the recognition. We'll get uh, Thanos, will get an Academy Award.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the, like, yeah, well-made movies that make a lot of money. We we can't give awards to those. That that'll just make people prioritize making money in movies.
0: I don't. It's all. It doesn't matter, Matt. No one cares. You shouldn't care no, about. No one you does. shouldn't care about your. You, when you make art, you're you should not be caring about awards. The couch gag. Homer gets turned away from the velvet rope, uh, when the rest of the family get let in to the couch.
1: The, the couch guy. behind the velvet rope. I yeah. just like the fact that there are just random other people, uh, around the couch that also got in that Homer did not.
0: It is, you know, the couch it's a it's a hot club. It has sure a it, is. it has a it's, disco all, all ball. All cool kids want to be. It has a disco ball.
1: <laughs> no. Some great music of course.
0: Yeah. The uh the episode guest stars the B52s as themselves singing "Glove Slap. "Glove Slap baby.
1: Wow. I did not know that was them. I hope they had it fun. It was
0: actually them. Yeah, it they sang it a parody version of their own music of Love Shack. Love Shack's a good song. It just needs to be three min- no longer than three minutes long. I don't know why there is any. Yeah, a... isn't it,
1: Isn't like the actual version six or seven minutes long? It, it
0: is. The radio version is the only version I can listen to. The actual version yeah. is seven minutes or something. And I. Wow. I, too long. That's too long. That's too long for a pop song. Yep. Um episode, too long. The episode begins with The Simpsons at the theater, at the movies. They are seeing The Poke of Zorro. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> What is that, man? Why, why the disgust?
1: I just The Poke of Zorro? Come on, he could have come up with a better title than that. I guess they wanted it to be... Okay, I can see where they're coming from in this title, because when we actually talk about what's in the movie, uh, it's designed to be one of those historical popcorn flicks where nothing at all is even close to accurate, and it's, it's the kind of historical movie Bart and Homer would enjoy. So I, I see where they're going with it. It's just still a stupid name.
0: They that we get a commercial for soda that is using this, the the, uh, the landing on D-Day. Uh, Saving when did Saving Private Ryan come out?
1: Before this, this was what ninety-eight, almost
0: ninety-nine. This is ninety-nine, so Private Ryan came in ninety-eight. You're right. Okay, I was I was unsure. I always felt like early two thousands to me, but so I don't know if they are. It feels like this has to be a, a reference to Saving Private Ryan, but it's just to sell soda. I uh, send people to the lobby to get their own soda pops. Homer butters his milk duds. Hope you're ready to eat some buttered milk duds, man.
1: Oh no, 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 no! It's oh, better than half things we've already eaten. So hey.
0: Exactly. You know it's. I mean, you. How about tomato? Does that sound better? No. Good God, no! You just all you just buy a tomato. You buy some some chew. You you cut a little hole in the tomato. You fill up and you haul it out. You fill it up with the chew. No? No. Okay. No. So we I would vomit. We see yeah, lo- there's lots of this this first act is he- heavy the at least the first half of it is very heavy on Zorro and the poke of him. So they they see him fight with King Arthur and the three musketeers and the man in the iron mask. But the thing the only thing that Homer takes away from it above everything else is duels. Slap person in the face with a glove. It's all about honor. Yep, you challenge him to a duel, to, to to for whatever honor is ostensibly the reason you would do this, and to start out with it is why Homer does it when Snake is a little bit rude to them after the movie. Let's out.
2: Move it, Q tip. Oh. Why that little he insulted your honor, sir? I demand satisfaction. Ugh, are you crazy, dude? I challenge you to a duel. Ugh. Uh-oh. The dude is crazy. Will you duel or are you a coward? Would a coward do this? Bye! Yeah! My hero! H is for Homer! Thanks, Homer.
1: See the problem with this is <laughs> the exact same result if they had just not said anything to Snake at all. <laughs> Like he would have gone on,
0: (laughs) the problem not bothered
1: them at least anymore. I I mean, I I don't see a victory in this except it takes them longer to get rid of him.
0: Again, I don't, Matt. uh, If you there are certainly incredibly insane leaps of logic in this episode. One of them, Homer's dueling thing, is not a problem to me, at least not in this instance. Like Homer. Homer doesn't need to, like, it doesn't matter to Homer, as we'll, like, quickly see. Like, it does not matter if the dueling is reasonable. He just, he saw a cool action guy in a movie do it, and everyone, and everyone applauded. So he thinks it's a good thing to do, and it gets him results. Even I don't think he recognizes that it would be the same result.
1: And well no of course not. I just they could have made Snake do something else like you know start roughing somebody up or you know cut in line to the bathroom and then Homer you know gets to you know be well, the hero Homer's
0: also a tremendous coward. uh at, like That's that, true. which I, I my Homer,
1: Homer has been embiggened by the movie. Correct. Uh, to, to you know, yeah, have some honor.
0: Yes, he does. So we see we're following Homer around and next he goes to Moe's and now he's challenging Mo for a, a little, I don't a slightly less honorable reason.
2: Mother, <laughs> please. You're embarrassing me. No, I'm not. Seymour needs the toilet. His bladder's full. Full of urine. Yeah, thanks. It's just past the end of the bar, next to the heavyset guy. Heavy set? What's that supposed to mean? Uh, take it easy. Take it easy. I'm just saying. You ain't no uh, Tommy Toon. No Tommy Toon, eh? Oh, that's it. You insulted my honor. You what now? I demand satisfaction. Oh! I challenge you to a duel. Hey, a duel? Are you, in that a little extreme? Here, here, have a free beer. Really? But you've never given anyone a free beer. Yeah, I ain't never been slapped with no dueling glove before, either. Wow, a free beer. And I owe it all to a little glove slap. Glove slap, baby glove slap. Mm.
0: Uh, then we get we get the glove slap song there. I did not pull the glove slap song. If you've heard Love Shack, you've heard glove slap. I'm pretty sure the only words that are
1: changed are glove slap for Love Shack.
0: It, it is. It is exactly the same. It's. I don't know why the B52s were necessary. Maybe they had. I don't <laughs> like any parody band. Like you got a band who could sing somewhat like the B52s and do glove slap. It doesn't. It does. I don't know. They did it, and it sounds. Exactly like Love Shack, it's not necessarily very clever. Um, So we see him basically now. This has become Homer's ticket to everything through this little montage we get, where he just challenges everyone who's in the way of him doing, in the way for him to do anything. He will slap them with a glove and challenge them to a duel.
1: Well, that's how you get results. I just slap people. I do what you want.
0: it it is my largest problem with this episode, but we'll eventually we'll we'll get there eventually. But as the song winds down, we see Homer at the Quickie Mart, and he challenges everyone in line so he can get to the front of it. Unfortunately, the man at the front of the line is a Southern gentleman
2: coming through. Uh, challenge to a high How satisfaction, sir. Your challenge is accepted. Huh? I agree to the duel, sir. I choose pistols at dawn. Pistols at dawn. Oh, why did I have to slap a guy who says, "Sir, you'll need a will and a headstone." I'll six. I'll six.
1: Oh, it is good to know that the Quickie mart has those things you need uh, on impulse, like a headstone and a will.
0: <laughs> I guess they have a lawyer service. A lawyer just on on hold just That's where hang legal out. zoom got
1: its start uh, <laughs> is in the quickie mart
0: legal zoom was in the quickie mart poo just is like let me i know some lawyers i'll get you in touch so homer is finally paid is is going to is facing consequences for his behavior i i know that sounds crazy Matt. homer facing consequences <laughs> for his behavior what well, that can't be true I, they but that is what is happening this other gentleman is sets a time sets a time and a weapon and homer is deathly afraid because he th- is worried that he's going to die um even though i think historically most duels ended in just injuries they very very few duels actually well that's ended because weapons
1: it, most weapons that involved pistols uh, had weapons that w- weren't really designed to penetrate uh the bullet usually got stuck although in these days you know it was usually infection that killed somebody if they died in a duel so In this case, we actually have antibiotics for at least a little while longer. So (laughs) you probably wouldn't die. You might lose an eye.
0: And also, prior to even when it was just swords, um, oftentimes it was a matter of
1: first blood, usually,
0: and humility as well. It was like you you wanted to humiliate a person. You you didn't necessarily, because there's often you dealing with nobility. You did not want to, you know, a prince did not necessarily want to kill a duke, um, even if they were angry at each other. But. Homer is worried. He sleeps on it, wakes up, and they find the Southern gentleman camped out in front of their house. And apparently, that dude really likes dueling. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he's got the the bumper stickers all over his car too.
0: He's got bumper stickers, multiple personalized, like he has personalized uh, mud flaps. That that's a that's quite a that's quite a length of. Of effort to to show your appreciation of dueling, he's, well, he's, he's
1: also part of the Charleston Dueling Society. He's so from, you know, he's going the full distance. And he's go,
0: he, I, What do they do in the Charleston Dueling Society? They just talk I mean, about I dueling. they
1: Duel with fake weapons.
0: Oh, they practice. It's a practice practice yeah. dueling scrimmages. Dueling scrimmage.
1: Maybe they use like paintball guns. And, turn and shirts,
0: and shirts and skins. Absolutely. No? Okay. Right. He's, uh, when he's sure, he gets to wear his dueling blouse. <laughs> That's right. I, I would assume that there's a he has a practice dueling blouse and a formal dueling blouse, and he wears the formal one for actual duels. It's my guess. So, well, wow. It Homer is terrified. Does not want to actually duel with this man because he would almost certainly lose. They ferret him out. They they hide him in, in an old Christmas tree, and get him out of the house. They they retreat. They abandon the house. And they don't know what to do. Cause they can't go back because they call he calls Flanders. Flanders says, Oh yeah, he's camped out. He's just hanging out. He doesn't look like he's leaving. So they don't they're 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 kind of floundering out there on the road when Homer spots the old Simpsons farmhouse.
2: Where are we going, Dad? How should I know? Then why are you driving so fast? Because I'm trying to think. What would Zorro do? <laughs> Zorro! <laughs> Rural route nine? <laughs> That's it! We can hide out at the farm where I grew up. You mean Grandpa's old farm? Yeah, it'll be fun. Fresh country air, apples for the picking, sing-along hay rides. What a dump! Race you to the swimming hole! (laughs) Come on, Ma! Bring the youngins! There's no leeches! Oh, oh, ow, ow! It's the snakes, though! (laughs) Woo!
0: I do... I... That... The Zoro bit. Very good. I laugh really hard at that. Yes. That that cracks me up. As you could hear every time I see it. (laughs) Zoro! This is the yelling. It's It's just in... And so poor Zoro just getting shot at point-blank range um which is why you can bring a a sword or a knife
1: to a gunfight as long as you're at close range. That was not close <laughs> enough range.
0: No, and especially if you're not faster than the person with the gun.
1: Exactly.
0: So they're 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 at the old farmhouse now. They've abandoned the 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 house and now they are going to set up shop at the farmhouse I guess until the southern gentleman decides he's leaving. Um didn't that house get burned down? That was the uh, question it, uh, I'm gonna ask him, Matt. Relevant topic. I mean, maybe it just had a whole bunch of asbestos Do in the walls. We care that it burned down. We saw it. It happened, <laughs> and uh, it was in uh, Grandpa Homer, Homer and Grandpa Grandpa for sexual was inadequacy. Sexual inadequacy. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. it happened. So, they burned down pretty much, pretty thoroughly. Not, I, I would imagine there's still ruins left, but it's still, it's not standing. So do we care that they just went? Nope, it's still there. We're not even gonna try and ride our way around it. It, it, it that never happened.
1: I, I have to say, I don't really care because The Simpsons is built on the old sitcom theory of everything resetting at the end of the episode, especially animated shows. You know, things they just go back to normal at the end of the episode, so you kind of have to assume that none of that actually happened, except in you new know, episodes that are sequels to others where they, you know. Recall things that have happened my, So I'm going to say I don't really care that much
0: My I, I mostly don't care either I think my only point of complaint is that The farmhouse also started Existing in that episode that, It's that's... also
1: possible they're at a different Farmhouse And <laughs> one of the homework grandpa were just wrong And it stole somebody's house and burned it down burned And used it to grow crops
0: That's also possible I think uh, the the uh, It's just they If I don't know. Maybe this is just them pretending that episode didn't happen. But I think you've previously uh, alluded to the fact that every Simpsons episode is takes place in its own dimension, and you can't necessarily pull in any other one if you want to. Even though it's it is it is not it's not egregious. It's just a a nitpicky thing that I felt like it feels. Like, mostly the show has avoided that stuff for this is 11 years now, and they've mostly avoided that, like avoiding unwriting or rewriting its own history. But we're starting to be at the point where it's just going to be that all multiple times a season now
1: because they can't. That's true. It. I mean, they, they could have tossed in a quick 10 second joke of or was it that
0: house over there? It
1: points to a burned down husk. Exactly. <laughs> just, it, you know.
0: it, yeah, that's like right your way out. That's why I allude to that. But. The Simpsons now are farmers when we go to commercial.
1: Yes. Um, so real quick, I, I want to talk about something that, that I, uh seems to be happening more and more. Uh-oh. It's not a good or a bad thing. I just want to know your feelings on it. Oh. Because we all know the Simpsons have their completely random intros that then move on to the actual plot. That's right. just how the writers love to write them. But it seems to me the further we get into the bad years of the Simpsons the longer those lead-ins take. So it feels like in the early episodes it might be, you know, 30 seconds, maybe 2 minutes, 3 minutes for one of those intros and then you get on to the regular plot. In this one it's the entire first act gets us to the actual plot of the episode. Do you think that's too long or do you think that's totally acceptable?
0: I I I don't I don't care how long it is. I care If it is formulaic, which is at this point it is. And like, we've just read Mike Reese's book about that, about, yeah, we had a formula. I'm like, well, not always. You look at the older episodes, the episodes everyone loves. And oftentimes, sometimes they would start with random stuff that leads into the plot. And sometimes those things all connect and they all make sense. Um, In when every episode is like this. That's when it starts bothering me, and that's the thing I think I'm most. I'm just getting really tired of and in, in seasons in the Scully years, is just this yeah. is just okay. seven minutes. You know, you know the first act's going to be six seven minutes long. You know, it's going to start with something completely unrelated, then segue into the actual plot, and you know that's what's going to happen. You know, the third act's going to have a zany action sequence or two in this episode, um, and it's not. That it's bad, like, because there's plenty. There's good episodes that start that way. It's that when you do it every time, I can. I'm guys. I'm watching. I can see this. I mean, it doesn't require. It doesn't. It's not rocket science. It's pretty simple.
1: It's true. It almost feels like they they came up with a formula, and that's what they're going to do. Like they were like, all right, look, we don't want to spend as much time on these episodes. We just want them to be fairly easy. So let's just plug, uh, you know, stuff that happens into this formula and that's how we'll make them for a couple of years and see how it goes. Answer? Not very well, but I mean, we'll get a few recent episodes ratings, out of this.
0: Hey, Matt, ratings were still good. People were still watching. Uh, people, I don't know. Fair enough. Critics, in in, in retrospect, not yeah. good. Okay.
1: Anyway, moving on to act two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Simpsons uh, go into the house and uh, prepare to begin their lives as the new Simpsons family.
2: Holy moly, we can't stay here. It's full of raccoons. Just think of them as cats with rabies. Oh. Hello, kitty. Oh. oh, yeah, you little scamp. Are we really going to live here and grow crops? Absolutely. This is our big chance. The Simpsons will be reborn as a bunch of gap-toothed pumpkins. I'll dig an outhouse. I'll weed the floor. I'll repress the rage I'm feeling. That, my girl, let the agriculture begin.
1: I'm with Marge on this one. Just, you know, repress the rage you're feeling. That's all you really need to do.
0: <laughs> I feel like... Okay, this is my version. This is my headcanon, Matt. Marge in uh, is aware that she is on a television show and no one else in the family is. And all these little... we I, This has happened in multiple recent episodes. I feel like Marge is there and is speaking. She's These are cries for help to us, to the audience. She's like... Please help me. I don't like where any of this is headed.
1: Or everyone knows that they're on a TV show, and Marge is the only one who's not on board with it, like in the uh, the Spin-off three showcase. episodes. Spin-off showcase, yes. And she's just like, I'm going to stay here, but I'm not okay with this. And it is also her cry for help, or just trying to call attention to the stupidity. But I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the family begins to explore the farm, uh Barton Homer check out the tractor, uh which runs very well when they first uh you know turn it on and everything uh so Homer decides that oh no, that's not tractory enough and hits it with a the uh, wrench and it sounds like every other tractor you've ever heard
0: he applies a screwdriver to it. Thank you very much oh, I'm sorry a screwdriver my oh dare you i this is a clever bit that I like it's the last tractor bit that I like. Cause this happened, the, the tractor falls on him, <laughs> and we see this five more, five more times, five, five. Is the it same, really five? It's five times total. Five wow. times. Okay. This plus four know. more times after. That's too many times. That's your one callback is acceptable. It doesn't do anything to change it after that. It's just hey Homer's underneath the tractor again. Uh, okay, guys, I get it. That and that feels like we get it. Very, very. Season eleven Simpsons, season ten eleven Simpsons. It's very much like here's a really clever thing. Let's do it ten more times and make sure you understand. I don't. Well, let's do it ten more times. We found something that's really
1: funny and we laughed at for a long time. So rather than come up with other jokes, we're just going to come back to this one again and again, and not even change it. No, no, no iteration that takes time and, <laughs> and you know creativity. Oh, that that's mean. I <laughs> uh, mean, but accurate. <laughs> So uh, while exploring, Lisa finds a poor animal in distress in the barn. Uh, just you know, covered with way too much fur. So she begins to shear it, and shear it, and shear it, and then turns out it's not a sheep; it's a rat. Uh, <laughs> which I thought was a great joke because not only does she run away at the rat, but the rat slicks back its hair like a fifties greaser and runs off.
0: <sighs> I know. What's wrong, Robbie? No, I just no thanks. Not not a fan. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Not not all jokes for everybody. The, it's not the most egregious animal related thing that happens in this episode, not even close, but <laughs> I this episode could use a little bit more humanity in it. So maybe her finding like the, it, every time now, I think it's it's this is nothing about this particular gag that is Like, again, it's just it's a short gag, too. It doesn't it takes like 20 seconds. It's more just every time now that I see a joke in an episode that is constructed to make us feel like, oh, this is going to be a nice thing. You know, and Lisa is always that Lisa's like, oh, Lisa's a nice. She's nice. She loves animals. This will be a sweet thing. And then it goes swerve. And it's a bad, angry, mean thing. And I just get, and it, it just happens all the time. And I want nice things once in a while. That's true. I mean, they could have
1: uh, kept the joke and not have Lisa freak out and run away and just be like, oh, hello, Mr. Rat. And have the rat, you know, slick back its hair, wave at Lisa and leave. I mean, there's no reason for it to be, you know, Lisa be mean to the rat. You're right. The joke stays the same. Like, oh, we thought it was a sheep. Turns out it's a rat. Anyway. Mm hmm. After this, we see Homer head off to Sneed's Feedin' Seed, formerly Chuck's, where he meets with the local yuggles.
2: Well, well, look at the city slicker pulling up in his fancy German car. This car was made in Guatemala. Well, pardon us, Mr. Gucci loafers. I bought these shoes from a hobo. Well, la did, Mr. Park Avenue manicure. I'm sorry, I believe in good grooming. You're not going to grow nothing on the old Simpson plates. That's why your daddy abandoned it. Oh, what do you know? Well, I know your soil pH is up around 9.6, and you need it 7 to 8 max. Oh, that's just superstition. You watch me. I'll grow something out there. Not if you're planting gummy bears. Don't! Uh, Also,
1: yes, Homer does eat the gummy bears, because what else are you going to do with them?
0: Throw them in the garbage where they belong?
1: Hey, 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 there are some good gummy bears. Not usually gummy bears. Usually it's gummy snakes or worms or whatever you want to call them.
0: I can get that flavor in a place that doesn't make my mouth hurt.
1: I really is your jaw that weak? I get TMJ. Well, I'm very sorry, Robbie. I did not mean to make fun of your illness. <laughs> anyway, I'm so, uh, so yes, as as pointed out to Homer... Uh, the soil pH on his farm is uh, you know way too high, uh, which means that it's uh, I believe it's uh, an incredibly basic alkaline soil. Uh, so you know, Homer could fix that uh, with you know certain chemicals or just planting a, a variety of crops that do well in alkaline soils. Uh, instead, he just kind of throws everything, every kind of seed he could have gotten at it. Uh, I believe he plants corn and tomatoes and tobacco and uh i believe
0: there's a candy corn in there if i can if i'm i'm not not mistaken a
1: gummy bear (laughs) is a a gummy bear
0: and a candy corn because that's that's how you get
1: plants to grow you just plant a whole bunch of them and only the strongest survive Mm -hmm. so nature works right
0: that's exactly how nature works as evidence (laughs) in this episode everything in this episode is actually how farmers work (laughs) okay good
1: So unfortunately for Homer, nothing grows a month later, which is is sad and and leaves Homer, you know, stricken uh, with this failure. Uh, Luckily for him, the neighbors uh, have had a record corn crop, uh, which is measured by elephant eyeballs. Obviously, that's that's how you measure things is is where they they get up to on an elephant. Uh, And then then you feed the elephant its treat, which is a, a groundhog, I guess, or a gopher, whichever. Uh, so of course, Homer's
0: another, another, just an, in a mean thing. Just hang, just, yeah, just like, it's a small, we just throw an animal into another animal's mouth. It's just a bit. And it just is over. I'm just like, oh, I kind of don't. Why? There's plenty of ugliness. Yeah, it, it, you don't need more. The whole more. thing
1: with why, why is the elephant there? Why is it being fed another animal when elephants are herbivores? That like, I get that you're trying to make a joke, but it doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't laugh or giggle. I just raise my eyebrows a little bit. It, well, that, that's all you get out of I, me for stupid it, crap like that.
0: It's funny because an animal died.
1: You know, I can see some people <laughs> laughing at that, but
0: uh, that's all I can get out of people. That's we all, shouldn't be encouraging uh, them. That's all I can get out of that. It's OK. I know everyone's saying it's a cartoon. You're not supposed to take it seriously. It's a cartoon. Matt. It's animated. Yeah, exactly. It's not a cartoon. There's two different things. Uh huh.
1: Anyway, uh, the family is down to eating thistles and tumble- tumbleweeds,
0: thistles and tumbleweeds,
1: uh, because you know, Homer can't grow a crop in a month, because that's the thing you can totally do is grow an entire crop of vegetables in a month. Uh, so they contemplate going back to town, which is the coward's way out. Even the leaving town was also the coward's way out. Anyway, Homer goes to Lenny and calls him on the phone and says, hey, send me some plutonium. Uh, if there's one thing I've learned from TV and movies, it's that radiation makes things makes things grow real big, real fast. So, then he sends him some plutonium and has an awkward water cooler conversation I, with I, home, with uh, the Carl while he's at it. I I, so I I
0: did like the awkward water co- water cooler conversation. Well,
1: right? yeah, I mean it's one of the better parts of this episode. what do you, you send things know?
0: in the mail? All right,
1: you, you know it. All right, high five. I'll send some tomorrow. Yep. So. Uh, but yes, when Homer receives the plutonium, he proceeds to taste it, even though it's glowing green, and then sprays it over his entire crop so that everything is glowing. Because, yeah. Okay, moving on, we go to a commercial.
0: <laughs> moving on, we go to commercial. commercial. Um, you remember Homer at the Bat, Met? I do. It's a pretty famous Simpsons episode, right? Very much so. Uh, you remember, there's a there's radiation subplot in that one. With Mike Sosha With Mike, Mike Sosha. And he gets exposed to it and then gets really sick because that's what happens when you get exposed to radiation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know this. I know this, okay? I know it as a, in, a, in a rational sense that this is a matter of taste and that some people like this cartoonish stuff. Mm-hmm. But there, this is it, everything after the, after the point where Homer uses plutonium to make a fantasy plant, I I can find it entertaining at times. I think tobacco is a, is a funny thing, and I don't worry, I pulled Ralph's clip about it tasting like grandma but, <laughs> but I can't I don't treat it seriously after this because it doesn't care. it doesn't act like it wants to be treated seriously. It wants to be treated That's like it, it. It wants to be treated like it's Looney Tunes. Now, I like Looney Tunes. You like Looney Tunes, Matt? I do. They're those are beloved characters. But name a Looney Tunes episode. I could not name a a pl- an arc, a character
1: arc for Bugs Bunny. I I don't know. No, I I I don't believe he's ever had
0: an arc. It it precisely. And and that's what I'm like. I I feel like that's what we're at odds with all these episodes. Is I'm certain there are certainly some sh- some some art that can bridge that gap of being super cartoonish and also what was that episode? Oh, it was um the modern art episode. Um, mom and pop art. Mom and pop art. That was the one. And you t- and you said it. And it was really smart that this is the kind of. This, that episode represents, uh, like, a possibility of, like, a show that is very zany, but still manages to show us emotion and character arc. But more and more, they just don't care. And it's just, hey, yeah, plutonium grows monster plants, and there's crazy farm animals, and no reason for anything. Um, it, it's just... And I... Said it. I, I. I don't know. I come across as very negative. I'm. I'm aware. It's just. And this episode isn't bad. I. I think this episode's funny. Um. I think it's probably one of the better season ten eleven episodes so far. But it doesn't. It doesn't feel like The Simpsons to me. Still, it feels like a different show that stars The Simpsons. Feels like a spinoff
1: showcase, perhaps.
0: Yeah. It feels like a. It feels like The Simpsons spun off into their own show. Um. And I don't. And I, I don't know how to represent that, you know, in a, in when I'm talking about the show, because it's just crazy. This stuff's crazy. And I feel like some people don't care. And then some people really care. And I really care. Yeah. Um, So Plutonium is in the fields. We find out that Grasshopperus killed Chad Everett. I'm very.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the, I, I'm sure that's a reference to something, but I sure do. Grasshopper
0: not is a reference to a giant grasshopper. Chad Everett is an old actor. In B movies. Oh, Okay. That is what well, that is referencing that. So nothing is grown until so they look at it a little bit closer, and then we get a joke about Homer attempting suicide, so which is also hilarious. I love that. They see little sprouts growing out growing up out of the, the ground. And eventually it grows and they eventually find out what it actually is. And that is tomato.
2: Look at my babies. This tomato Will be Heinz ketchup. And this tomato will be Hunt's ketchup. <coughs> Tastes like cigarette butts. Mm. That's on. The outside looks like a tomato, but the inside is brown. Maybe the tomato seeds crossbred with the tobacco seeds. Oh, great. I got a field full of mutants. Gimme, I want more. Oh, I thought you said it tasted terrible. It does. But it's smooth and mild. And refreshingly addictive. Mm, mm. Addictive, eh? Tobacco. That's pretty clever, Dad. I mean, for a product that's evil and deadly. Oh, thanks, honey. Evil? <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: if I would call that evil, but... It's a plan. Mm. It doesn't have... Yeah. A, mo- it doesn't have a motivation. I don't... You can't... I, okay. So, that... Uh, matt points out wisely in our notes that this is genetically impossible by random chance well yeah that's actually one of the things
1: i was going to say is that it turns out uh, those of you don't know uh they actually use radiation to induce mutation in uh you know crops uh to get them to speed up because you know evolution always produces some type of mutation every time a, a species reproduces sexually but to speed that up a lot of times they will shoot the radiation to induce new mutations and that's how we get organic crops
0: Mm -mm -mm. i love my expensive radioactive plants yep but i mean they have made in labs they have made tobacco tomato hybrids usually it's just tomatoes with a little bit of nicotine in their leaves it's not uh, unfortunately, there is no true Tamako. There's the only Tamako is... Like, Thankfully, because that would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would it'd be really gross. But we we find out that it is incredibly addictive. And turns out there's a market for that. Tamako?
2: Yes, it's the latest craze. Try <sighs> some, won't you? Go ahead, Ralphie. The stranger is offering you a treat. Hmm. <sniffs> oh, Daddy, this tastes like Grandma. <sniffs> Holy Moses, it does taste like grandma! I want more! Yeah, me too. We'll take a bushel or a packer, just, just give it to me. Tastes like grandma,
1: Matt. I'm just really impressed with how quickly they get someone addicted. I mean, usually with cigarettes, it takes a while, and, you know, that's doing something nasty at the same time. This, they're hooked immediately. That's that's pretty impressive. They must have a lot of nicotine in there, but not enough to kill you, which is not all that much to
0: begin with. Uh, there's a lot. It's so... Why? Is so so much happens. Why is so much happening when you could space this out and make a proper thing out of it? I don't. I don't. It It's it's because right away we have a line of people wanting their tobacco, which who are these people? How do they know about it? They're just there. It's assumed they find out about a farm stand in the middle of nowhere on rural Route 9 is selling this incredibly addictive fruit. And they're not the only ones who notice, because Laramie, Laramie Cigarettes, also notice they want in on this action. They meet with the Simpsons.
2: Hello, folks. Would you and your family like to take a ride with us? Okay. Okay. The Laramie Cigarette Team. This is Mindy, J.P., and Emil. Homer, we're in a bit of a pickle. Kids are crazy about tobacco, but the politicians won't let us sell it to them. Oh, so dirty rotten! Tell me about it. But there's no law against selling kids tobacco. That little M is worth a lot of money to us and to you. How much? Well, let's say a hundred <gasps> and fifty <gasps> million dollars. <laughs> One hundred. The... May I speak to my family for a moment? Did you see the way Emile's looking at Mindy? <laughs> I think something's going on there. Shouldn't we be talking about the $150 million offer? Oh, yeah, let's take it. Dad, it's a tobacco company. They make billions off the suffering and deaths of others. She's right, Dad. They can afford a lot more. No, I'm I... want Lisa. Let's take them to the cleaners. We all agree that $150 million is an insult. The least we can accept is $150 billion! <laughs> they will be back.
0: So maybe don't immediately go upgrade from a million to the billion. Maybe there's that's maybe
1: maybe 500 million or, you know, 800 million. Don't go to 150 billion dollars. So not even Apple has that much in the bank.
0: That's a lot of money. So they at least, Homer's like, at least we still have the tobacco crop. Unfortunately, a bunch of animals have already eaten all of it. They're crazed, Matt. They're addicted. Yeah. They, they, talk. Sure are. they talk now. They understand human speech. Well, yeah, it turns out tobacco uh,
1: really stimulates the old brain uh, of animals and causes them to spontaneously become incredibly intelligent.
0: <laughs> so there is one plant left. The animals attack. They eat all the plants. There's one plant left. Homer is guarding it with everything he has, even though Lisa is advising him just to destroy it because she continues to tell him that it is an evil plant can't plants aren't evil they're not oh i was gonna say you could just take the tobacco company's money
1: and then go to washington and say hey this is basically the same as a cigarette you should really ban this too and then you've taken their money and made it so they can't sell it
0: it doesn't again it doesn't like that's it it it, she wants to be it to to be destroyed and now they're in the farmhouse, and the animals attack. This is a reference to Night of the Living Dead, with crazed monsters trying to break into a, a ramshackle house. Uh, there is a ostrich there. Oh. And and the elephant from prior that ate the weasel or whatever it was. There's a, The elephant is also there. Why is the elephant eating? It doesn't... I don't know. There's a bunch of animals. They attack. They break down the house. They destroy it for the second time. And Homer throws the plant away into the waiting arms of one of the the people from Laramie's Cigarette. They fly away in their helicopter. And then (laughs) there's a sheep on board and it makes the helicopter crash. And then everyone on board is dead except the sheep. You know, I really want to hate that because
1: it's so Looney Tunes. But I kind of can't because it's so funny and serves to reset the episode so well. Like, I want to
0: hate it because it's incredibly dumb, but I just can't. I don't. It's not that I don't. I I don't hate any of this. It just makes me like. It 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 is. It's entertaining. Don't get me wrong, but it's not meaningful. It's just things that happen, and I, I'm looking at the Simpsons for more than just capital E entertainment. I want character and 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 humor and and. Hey, reflection on life. And when you have crazed semi-sentient animals attacking a c- cabin to get at your fantasy plant that got grown by radiation. I go, oh, this is fun. This is crazy. But I'm not. There's nothing there. Um. So the farmhouse is destroyed. The Tamako the is gone. Completely gone. It got blown up. And the Simpsons return to Springfield, where the Southern gentleman is still waiting for them.
2: I don't know why we ever left in the first place. Five, six, seven, eight, I'll say eight nine and ten. What is that intoxicating aroma? Could that be, I say, could that be mincemeat pie? It certainly is. Why don't you put down your gun and have a slice? Ah, oh, don't mind if I do. Hey, are we dueling or what? Oh, Where are my manners? Are you okay, Dad? I think so. The bone stopped the bullet. Dad, this might be one of those things you should go to the hospital for. After pie. So,
0: Homer got shot. Episode ends. Well, like we said before, uh, he got shot with a dueling
1: pistol, which is a very low power pistol uh, that a lot of times the people who still use them, uh, you know, it's a it's a powder packed uh, pellet, so it's it's not really that, you know, powerful. And he got shot in the arm, so he'll probably be OK, although if he waits for pie, maybe not.
0: So we I, I will I will applaud the episode for this. It starts two plot lines and both of them have answers and concrete endings and there is nothing that is left hanging, even how crazily cartoonish they are. At least <laughs> there's a story. To, like the story ends. Like they connect the dots. Homer is not a complete monster in it. It's funny. Um, Samko's. Oh, there's multiple very entertaining jokes in here. It's just. I'm I'm gonna ask. Uh, it's a question I've asked you before, Matt. What is this episode about?
1: Okay, let's see. How can I summarize this episode? This is about Homer uh, running in fear as a coward and then deciding that he has to uh, reinvent his identity to hide and stumbling across a billion dollar idea that gets stolen from him, uh, causing him to go back to his old life.
0: I mean, I I understand. I didn't I'm not meaning a synopsis. I mean, what is this episode about? What is the theme? Like I mentioned Homer at the bat, Homer at the bat is about in Homer's insecurity. When you like, you can name these episodes and you can pinpoint simple things that the episode is built around. And if you like the episode starts with Homer investing in this idea of honor and dueling as a way to like defend it. And then he faces a, a he finally runs into somebody who walks the walk and is a true representation of, of this idea that Homer is bought into, and he's a suddenly very terrified and afraid. Now, I would think, and then he runs away, and that is perfectly fine. That is an acceptable answer because that—that's Homer. If that was the episode about, if the episode was about Homer's and Homer's honor, he would. He, at this point, he'd run away. He would go. That he could relocate somewhere else, hiding out. And in, and he would go into another situation where he would again be called to defend his honor, and he'd realize what he missed, what he needs, and he'd grow as a character. He'd go back to the southern gentleman, and they'd have their duel again, and maybe the general, the southern gentleman, would still win, but Homer would have redeemed himself as a character and completed that arc, right? Well,
1: yeah, but then we wouldn't have a hilarious side plot about farming and and Tamako.
0: I mean, Tamako is not the subplot. Tamako is the main event. In this episode. I don't. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not trying to imply that, that, that this episode is about honor because it's not. Honor, the whole honor thing is a joke. And there's nothing meaningful in any of it. Well, uh, I, I think,
1: I don't know if the honor thing itself is a joke. It's Homer's misinterpretation of it.
0: Yeah. Same difference to me. Um, okay. But, and when I say this episode's fine and it's funny, that's what I mean. It's fine. It's funny. And I, when we started recording you asked me, am I sad? And I said, no, I'm not sad. And I like, and I talked about the episodes we had to watch for this in our, in our King of the Hill episode, what is truly dreadful, the King of the Hill episode we watched for our Patreon. But it's just, it's this. And this is what, you know, I want good things. I don't want things that are fine. I don't want things that are just entertaining or just funny. That's true. Although in season 11, I will take just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair because this is, this is, this episode is fine. It's funny. I'm just, it doesn't elevate itself. I probably should just make peace with that. At least for now. I mean, there there will be good
1: episodes later on. Uh, once we once we skip past uh, seasons 11 and 12 and maybe the, 13. Once mm-hmm. we get back to like seasons 14 and 15, there will be good episodes again. Maybe, maybe even there may be one or two in the next couple of seasons. But we won't see the hard hitting every episode it just seems better than the last kind of thing that we have.
0: Also, the formula is just like we talked about earlier. First act craziness yeah. act leading into the actual plot. Third act with multiple action sequences with animals attacking the, their crops and then the animals attacking them again. And then a heli- helicopter crashes. And then a duel. It's, it, it feels, it feels like you could take either of these plots and make them a full episode. They made, they push them together. It's just, it's messy and it really bothers me. Very particular about my, about conciseness and clarity. It's important, Matt. It is. It's very important. If you want to make something good. If
1: if you wanna make something adequate, well, this is what you get.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will rank it at the end of the show on an next We we have a submission from my favorite episode. It's a little strange one though, Matt. But it shows Oh really? Strange in what way? I'll read it and you'll see. But this is from John. Um I don't always include people sending me up sending in in my favorite episode submissions that aren't aren't just that. Because we get some that are like, this is my third favorite, or this is why this is this. And I'm like, I don't, I, I'm i not always going to necessarily read them. But John put some effort into this, and I think it's pretty creative, so I will allow it. The year was 1999. We were freshmen in college, getting ready to binge watch recent episodes of The Simpsons on VHS. An overheated undergrad removed his track jacket, revealing a t-shirt with an iron-on sporting the baseball phrase, derp. Well, we all had a good laugh, even though I didn't quite understand it. But our momentary lapse of concentration allowed quote, to allow quote-unquote Scully to get the drop on us, I spent the next 20-odd minutes forced to assist on a thin thread of a plot made of Southern stereotypes, obscure references, guest appearances by the B-52s, and meat and vegetables. I came close to madness trying to understand it, but they just couldn't get the comedy right. Okay. My favorite episode is a bit of a misnomer, as E-I-E-I-Dough isn't my favorite episode, but it is the episode that got me to stop watching The Simpsons on a regular basis. Characters fell off. The story didn't really make any sense. Didn't the old farm burn down a few seasons ago? And because the episode was at the start of the VHS, it was played constantly during parties. I've since come to appreciate the episode, especially the exchange Homer has with the hillbillies outside of Sneed's Feed and Seed, formerly Chuck's, which is why I think of this as my most memorable episode. Anyway, keep up the great work. Thank you, John.
1: Fantastic wordplay there. Mm-hmm. I quite appreciate it.
0: He, he put in the work, and that's why I I applaud him for it. Um, no other submissions for my favorite episode, though. Shocking. Yeah, it's very memorable. I will give it that. It, Tamako is very memorable. Everyone remembers Tamako. Uh, this episode, I, despite all my negative criticism, it is not broken.
1: Oh, no. I mean, if there were broken episodes, it probably would have been, you know, uh, guests just coming to criticize dinner or, you know, ones before that. Like, this episode is closer to, you know, decent than those ever would be. So it's it's far from broken.
0: Yeah. It it It, it lays out. It lays out its plots and completes them, despite all my misgivings. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group.
2: Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments
0: from the news group is where I comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group and see what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted, what they thought of the episode. Criticism was fairly mild. I think most people liked it, huh?
1: They did. They most huh. people like. Weird. Like they like. It's Stockholm it. syndrome is what it is.
0: I don't. I, I'm not gonna try and. It's very. But it's not unanimous. And I. Just, I have some. I. I pulled two A reviews and I pulled two F reviews. Yeah. <laughs> because those extremes are the interesting things. So. Uh, Here we go. After last week's pathetically poor episode, I was losing faith in this show. Then comes this episode. This episode was probably the best one I've seen since the Springfield Files. It started off hilariously with a bit with the movie theater and never stopped running. Absolutely perfect humor and plot. Great middle and a great ending. Not to mention a hilarious song by the B-52s. There was nothing bad about this episode. Definitely best episode of the year. A+. Hilarious song by the B-52s where they say glove slap glove slap instead of love shack and then you're gonna get slapped by the glove slap next review one of the funniest episodes in recent memory even more important it uses intelligent humor most of the time it's uses intelligent humor most of the time instead of the cheaper broad humor like those five times the uh The tractor was on Homer. The historically twisted Zora movie about almost single-handedly makes the show worth watching. Homer was suitably boorish, but not over the top, and Lisa has some good background reaction shots. Her one-shot character, the proper colonel who challenges Homer to a duel, was interesting. One-shot character, you say? Hmm. Never see the Southern gentleman again, do we? Ever. No, but that's a pretty stock stereotype, so they could always
1: whip it out again if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, it's not that different from the rich Southern man. The rich Southerner. They're pretty close to each other. The convoluted plotting the convoluted plotting may put off some viewers, but then the show never bogs down and the writer's murder provided proper ending this time. Definitely blue ribbon material. A. So here's some Fs, Matt. Hit me. Holy blank, as Krusty would say. What the hell was that? Even the one line that made me laugh. Go get Lassie. I mean Lisa. Got so repetitive that huh. I started to scream. How many more time how many more times were they gonna keep showing that same tractor? I think those writers need to get the point that giving Homer a new job every week does not work. It is nothing but hurt the show. And Homer as a farmer was almost as boring as that Sim Farm game that was made a couple of years ago. Now, wait a second. I will not... Do not start soiling the good name of Sid Meier. That's not fair at all. The only recourse is that this is actually the last of the season 10 holdovers and shouldn't affect any of the upcoming episodes. Oh, they think season 11 is going to be different. Oh, they had hope. How dare they? Uh, and finally... That was an F. Final review. Was this a Halloween special? I've seen far more plausible things happen in those episodes than this one. Let's see. Sheep and goats stoned on drugs, tobacco flavored tomatoes, radioactive waste being licked and chewed on. What is this? I've never been so appalled in a Simpsons episode. Really? I can't wait to see what Maxogram apologists have to say about this one. Duh, Homer's so cool because he's wacky. You're just a looser with no life. I tried to a looser. It's I mean he he misspelled on purpose. It's oh, sad the show is no longer aimed at people with an IQ over fifty. The Simpsons today is like a close relative I once loved being slowly destroyed by Alzheimer's disease. No offense to anyone who actually had this has actually happened to. So I I say I'm negative. I could be more negative, as witnessed here. <laughs> well, that's true. I I also don't think you hate it as much as they did. I don't think so. No. I don't know. I th- I thought it was, uh, yeah. I don't. I would not give it an F. That seems, but there. That's what there. That they're they're both of those things happening at the same time. Matt. A's and F's. I imagine. I don't. I'm curious if they had actually taken the same representation of of people when the show was like in season two or one. Even what would people be thinking? But there was plenty of people who hated good episodes too.
1: That's true. And you never know if they're the same people unless you're actually tracking usernames, and even those can change. So you really can't listen to these too closely.
0: I'm not tracking. That's I'm not that obsessive. I'm pretty obsessive. Not that obsessive. But not much else going on in the news group. Um, I didn't get information about tractors. I didn't think that was too important. <laughs> but we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow.
2: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, who's your favorite celebrity guest star in a treehouse of horror? There's surprisingly few, considering how many treehouse of of horrors there are. There's some, but there's not nearly as many as there are in normal episodes. And there were two, two answers that were runaway favorites. And Matt, I'll let you figure out which ones they are hmm so first from john james earl jones voicing maggie uh aj pierce brosnan ultra house was actually a very solid guest spot shout out to kelsey Grammer for that sideshow bob segment and phil hartman for his one appearance as lionel hutz actual guests i do enjoy brosnan uh castle dan radcliffe it's the accent even even though he had such a small and tiny speaking role it's the accent dan radcliffe all the way uh chris i have to go with pierce brosnan for this line alone this is constable wiggins Wiggums, excuse me. We'll be right there. Remove your knickers and wait in the bath. Brian, James L. Jones, reading of The Raven, quote The Raven, eat my shorts. Thomas, I don't think it's a very good sequence, but it probably has, and it probably is dated in the years since, but I still like the Aaron Ralston cameo as an emergency operator when Homer gets his arm stuck behind a rock in Treehouse 22. It's clever if you know 127 hours. Uh, Zach, my favorite Lionel Hutz quote is in a Shrouds of Horror, so I have to say Phil Hartman as a quote-unquote guest star. Mr. Simpson, don't you worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound wasn't on, but I think I got the gist of it. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, Paul Anka, just don't look, just don't look. I was on this too when I suffered from monsteritis. Um, Lauren, L. Clem 88, Lucy Lawless, a.k.a. Zena. she made the collector realize that he took his Darth Maul lightsaber out of the original packaging, making it no longer a collectible. Um... Riley at Riley Finnegan number one at Riley Finnegan one, Homer, I'm sensing a lot of tension in your back fat. That's again Pierce Brosnan. Uh JLT Dog at JLT Dog. Paul Anka's just don't look, just don't look. Uh Alex at K Whateverman. James Earl Jones doing triple duty, quadruple if you count the movie Van Driver. Uh Warren at Warren E. Taylor, James Earl Jones as the narrator in the Raven Spoof. the perfect voice for any adaptation of early horror, horror classic. Finally, Zach at Zach Babbins. James Earl Jones, this is indeed a disturbing universe. James Earl Jones, Peter Pierce Brosnan, Runaways. What's your answer, Matt? I got to
1: go with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Him as Ultra House was just fantastic. Uh, Lucy Lawless, honorable mention, uh, just because she did a great job as herself slash Xena slash herself with superpowers. Uh, But Pierce Brosnan, like they said, the Constable Wickham, Uh, you know, we're right here. Remove your knickers and wait in the bath. That's just amazing. And obviously, I don't count Phil Hartman because he's
0: part of the cast. I would say Jerry Lewis in Treehouse 14, where he appears as Frank's father. Oh, Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because that's his, that it's, even though it's not canon, it's canon to me because that makes, (laughs) makes perfect sense. It's so it's just you know, Frank's based on the Nutty Professor and having Jerry Lewis come back and then putting on the twist as he is like he is a literally nutty professor. He's a mad scientist, it's perfect, and he's a villain. I, I really like it. Um nothing against James Earl Jones or Pierce Brosnan, who are both very good in their parts. Um Lister question for next week. It's a little bit I, I, I felt like I narrowed it down a little too much with this question, I think we did. Uh I, I think There is the sequence in this episode of the farm animals attacking the the house, like the living dead, Night of the Living Dead. What is your favorite movie parody sequence? Ooh, that's going to be a tough one. Very tough. But I feel like there's a a lot. There is many of them. But I feel like The Simpsons made the, you know, they've done so, so many of them. I think it's an interesting question. I'm going to actually have to think about it because I don't know if I have just an answer off the top of my head. But I'll post this question on all our social media, Facebook.com slash Pod, Twitter at ShowPod. You can email us at Simpsons, simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. You can like us and follow us and do all those things on social media. Next up, Matthew, it's time once again for the new Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I
0: mean, S M A R T. The No Go Go Trivia Challenges where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions: one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. I, I think I feel like we're in Bizarro World, Matt. Bizarro World? Why is that? Me, 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 am me, am Robbie? Uh, me not? Rob, I don't. I I actually don't like Bizarro at all.
1: No, I hate Bizarro. Like it's a funny concept, but no, sorry,
0: I can't. The, it just it's so much work to read his. His speech and every writer treats it differently like some. Uh, OK, I'm winning. That's the bizarre part, Matt. We, we'll talk about Superman lore on a later date. I'm winning <laughs> 13 to four early on. Matt's down in a hole. See if now. I can dig my way out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I don't know how to feel about all this, Matt.
1: Well. I think you should feel elated that uh, you're getting one over with me by making oh. the,
0: the uh, questions way too hard. Mm, I mean, I could make them super easy, but what's the fun in that? Uh, I get to win. That's pretty fun <laughs> for me. Are you ready for an easy question? Matt? I'm ready. These are all from Dance and Homer. Homer becomes the mascot for what minor league baseball team? Uh, I believe it is the Springfield Isotopes. That is correct.
1: All right. All right. All right. Your easy question. Who shot Mr. Burns?
0: Maggie, Uh, you are correct. Although I don't they don't. She doesn't pull the trigger. It falls in her lap. Well, I mean, a gun just
1: doesn't go off because it falls down. Someone has to pull the trigger.
0: I mean, in cartoons. Well, that's sometimes they do. I don't. But they have shown later at later dates that Maggie does have like some intent behind all everything. So. Oh, yeah. So she clearly did shoot. Mr. Your medium question, Matt. Homer dances to what song by who?
1: You mean at the uh, the the capital city game? Yeah. Oh, uh, baby elephant walk by Mancini.
0: Correct, Matt. You're correct. He's a mascot's best friend. He is a mascot's best friend. See, see, this is what happens when I make him too easy. Uh-huh, too easy. Sure, sure.
1: All right, your medium question. Uh, what does the video boxing pro make Homer do in order to be taught in Moaning Lisa?
0: Bark like a dog. Oh man. Your hard question, Matt. Are you ready? All right. This is hard. Who owns the capital city capitals
1: in this episode?
0: Yes. In in this in, in Dance to Homer, I will make no claims to who they who owns the Middle <laughs> Eastern.
1: I believe his name is Anton Tex O'Hara. I'm sorry.
0: Matthew.
1: That's the guy oh,
0: who he, I got this one. He owns the isotopes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Shoot. The man who owns the, who owns? the capitals is Dave Rosenfield. Is that like a nameplate on
1: his thing or something? It is
0: a name on his door. Okay. He never he is in the episode for maybe fifteen seconds. Telling okay. telling Homer goodbye, you're fired.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. You're just not what we're looking for. Yeah. Alright, your hard question. What does Homer wear to visit Marge in Marge and Chains when they go to prison?
0: Oof. Like, um he wears um I have I think Marge and Chains. Is I the episode I've watched the least of all the classic year episodes? Going wow! Is, I think Margin Change is the one I've seen the least. Um, he wears—I have no idea, no idea, no clue.
1: He wears a devil costume because there he has done laundry.
0: Oh, okay. I t- don't remember that whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Well, we tied today, man. Well, that's something I guess.
1: I'm gonna start making these even harder for you.
0: I don't know how much. You just harder got my doing.
1: medium question well, right off the bat. You
0: gotta, you know, that I just asked you questions about that episode last week. Well, that would require me to remember what happened last week, and oh. I didn't remember what happened last week. Time makes fools of us all. I have a bonus oh. question for you, Matt. Okay, and this is another math one. So get out a calculator. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, it's fun. I like it.
1: You would. All
0: right, I'm ready. Okay, so your overall question for this is the final sum higher or lower than 250? Okay. Okay. And you're subtracting, only subtracting. Okay. Your your starting number is the answer to this question. Complete the book title The 10 Do's and Number Don'ts of Knife Safety. Okay, give me so a sec. That is your starting number. Okay, I think I got it. Now subtract the following numbers that are missing from episode titles. Homer versus the blank amendment. Okay. Blank cars in every garage and blank eyes on every fish. Like add those up or subtract both of them. Okay. Okay. The Simpsons blank episode spectacular. Okay. Now what number, now subtract what number did Homer bust on when he was doing blackjack at Mr. Burns casino? I don't know I don't think. Okay. From Mr. Byrne's basement, the nearest toilet is how many doors on the left? Uh, okay. Okay. How many pounds of Vancouver smoked salmon does Bart buy for Marge in Canine Mutiny? Okay. In Bart the Fink, the winning bid for Krusty's 32 cartons of pornography went to a phone bidder in Japan for how many cents? Okay. And finally, how many mediocre presents are mentioned in the president's song in I Love Lisa? We are the mediocre. Okay presidents so matt is it higher or lower than 250
1: uh higher wait hold on, hold on. let me all right, let me add it up real quick that was just my guess
0: 500 i'll give you that to start with 500 is the right number to start with
1: right why is it formatted as a date screw you drive
0: what, what's your date matt give me your date
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe it is uh G- july 4th 1900 <laughs> why is it formatted as a date
0: don't use a spreadsheet. Use a calculator like a normal person. One hundred eighty-six, so it is lower. Okay, it is lower. You are wrong. Uh, the, oh, I'm sure the, the I'm number. Sure. Okay, so we'll go back over this. So yeah, you start with five hundred. The ten do's and five hundred don'ts of nice safety from Boy Scouts on the right. Hood. Homer reverse the Eighteenth Amendment. Two cars in every garage and three highs in every fish. The Simpsons one hundred thirty eighth episode spectacular. So that's okay. one hundred sixty one. So five hundred minus one hundred sixty one. What number did Homer bust on when he was dealing blackjack in Springfield with a dollar sign? 35. From Mr. Bird's basement, the nearest toilet is 23 doors on the left from Last exit to Springfield. Got uh, yeah, that one. Bart buys March 15 pounds of smoked salmon in the Canine okay. Mutiny. The winning bid for Krusty's Porn is 12 cents. And Way off. five mediocre presidents are mentioned in I Love Lisa. Got that one. So 500 minus 161 minus 35 minus 23 minus 15 minus 12 minus 5 249. Oh, wow. So just underneath. Hey. And the date would be September 6th if it, your dumb spreadsheet was <laughs> yeah, correct. The 249th day of the year. We're almost there. How about that? It is almost 249th day of the year. Well thank you, John, again for your answer your questions or whatever. all that stuff that I, I find them very fascinating. I do as well. I just they take a long time. Matt can't just use a calculator; he has to use a spreadsheet. No, of course not.
1: Spreadsheet for sure.
0: I'm still up sixteen to seven over Matt in trivia. We'll see how that goes. I'm hopeful, best, most hopeful I've ever been. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with it is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show. Where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, so you watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. I think this is better than Guess Who's coming to criticize dinner.
1: Okay, that, that's not hard. But it, does put it in our top 200,
0: it does put it I well, not necessarily is it better than Simpson okay, Tide? Okay, it, it
1: could be worse than Simpson Tide.
0: I think it's better. I don't think it is. Though. I think it's better than Simpson Tide. I also think it's better than Viva Ned Flanders. And I also think it's better than the old man in the sea student. I'm actually kind of looking at Doan in the Wind trying to decide if it's better than that. You think it's better than Barth the Genius?
1: You know, now that I think about it, I'm not sure. I really I rewatched Barth Genius recently, and I actually really enjoyed it.
0: Well, yeah, Barth Genius is good.
1: It's got more character than this. Yeah, and some of the jokes are funnier. Hmm, it's gonna be a tough one. Uh-oh. What do you think?
0: Um, mm, I I think it's better than reality Bites, which is at 192. I think ultimately this episode does is better than most of those season one
2: one episodes. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um. I think it's better than Realty Bites. I think it's better than Life on the Fast Lane. I think it's better than Moaning Lisa. Um, I think it's better than Dog of Death and Bart's Dog gets an F. And even better than When Flanders Failed.
1: Um, I d- really I think this is better than When Flanders Failed. Oh, that's true. When Flanders Failed, is kind of the epitome of jerk Homer, which we don't have in this. We just have cartoon character Homer.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, you have to pick your battles. I think it. I think it's right above When Flanders Failed. I think Bart the General is ultimately better. Um, but. I would put this above when Flanders failed. I think this is fun. It's funny. And it's again, when ultimately when it's the show is really cartoonish and ridiculous. And, but at least Homer isn't a complete jerk. The whole episode, he he's on the borderline a couple times in this episode, but it's not, it's not like steal a kidney from your father, you know, awful. It's not, you know, it's not run away. It's not, it's not as bad as it has been already. So, I think it puts it over when Flanders failed. Yeah. I would agree with that. I,
1: my real sticking point was is it better than Barth the genius and I I agree it is not. Cuz Barth the genius is actually a re, uh, Barth the general, I mean, is actually really good.
0: I think ultimately I'm going to take points off the first season because of production stuff.
1: Yeah. It it looks really shaky. <laughs>
0: it really does. Um, So, that's number 187 on our list. It's E-I-E-I. Annoyed Grunt. Annoyed Cough, in Matt's case. Yep. Uh, Number one on the list is still Homer's Enemy. Last on our list is still When You Dish Upon a Star, number 217. When will it be passed, Matt? When will it be surpassed? I predict it will in this season at some point. Do you know what our next episode is?
1: Ooh, uh, let me get to scrolling here. Season 11. I believe our next episode is "Hello Gutter, Hello Fodder." Perfect game.
0: Oh, Ron Howard is back. Yep, Penn and Teller. Well, at least there's Penn and Teller. <sighs> I don't remember much of anything about this. I remember Perfect Game. I remember Homer being a jerk a lot. I mean, he's famous, Matt. He'll that lets, let let you be a jerk. Didn't you? Didn't you watch mm-hmm. when you dish upon a star?
1: Uh, I did. But I remember this being really bad, like him doing awful things to his family.
0: This is, a, this is a Maggie episode, I think. It's more of a Homer episode. Homer and Maggie. Maybe it's good. I don't remember it. It was written by Al Jean. That's something. That's something. We'll do that next week. We'll talk about it. You can watch along with us if you want. Um, I think they will do it for us today. You can find all this stuff on our website, simpsonsshow.com. Links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, to our Patreon if you want to throw the show a couple of dollars. We'd really appreciate it. Helps keep the lights on. Helps pay for hosting. We love the people who support us. You can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman, and can check out my other podcast, A Handsome Boys Comic Sour. It's about comic books. And the Serial fanacist. It's about lots of different nerdy things. Uh, we I just did a Book review podcast uh with independent indie author Paige LaVoy. Uh and I did an episode with Matt recently about Harry Potter, and I did an episode about uh S Town just in time, a year later, year plus later, with a friend of the show, Andrew Bloom. Tons of stuff on there. If you whatever you like, there's something to check out. Matt does not participate in social media. Listen to Love on Patreon back here, we will not find him
1: uh that is true uh i have decided my destiny belongs among the stars making universes so i will be departing uh this uh you know particular universe whatever
0: you want to number it you're not reed richards man no i'm franklin you're definitely not franklin oh why not am i not precocious enough you're closer you're more reed than you are franklin
1: (laughs) good point actually fine i'm reed but i'm gonna be back in a couple months if any anything this month actually if
0: anything melissa is franklin
1: that's true. She's the creative one.
0: You're like the, I guess. To be, if we're gonna keep it, you might. She might as well be Sue. But I think she, she's actually closer to Franklin than anything. Um, I, we got we we planned all this out. We did this. So we we're at a theme park in line for the Simpsons ride, and we figure out which member of the Fantastic Four we are. And they're gonna be. They're not doing that That's anymore. True. They're coming back. I That's bet. That's right. Uh, eventually, th- th- I just saw that. Eventually, I read the first issue. It was good. Uh, they'll do it. For us, today, I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching The Simpsons.